Hey everybody, hey. welcome to it's, This is about movies? It's the boys, they're back in town hey. <laughs> Yes, because we had to we leave gone. town to go see the movie today Oh Again, yeah That's what we do now I almost fell asleep on the way back home That's not good, because you were driving I, I, <laughs> I for real, getting close to the state line was almost like Randy That is a hard back. part of that drive <laughs> That drive feels much longer headed back than it does heading out yeah, for some weird reason. I don't know why. Yeah, it feels like, oh, yeah, we've only got like five minutes till that next spot. And then it's like 20 minutes later. But like, I, I, the heck like are I had a five hour energy drink at five o'clock that day. And uh, at like five 10, were up. Five, as soon as the five <laughs> hours were up, I was just like, Time for sleep. it was it was almost like, uh, Randy, you're going to have to die. And, and you would have been like, we're like 10 minutes away from. And I would have been like, yeah, I literally can't do it. I That for real almost happened. I, I want you to know that. Well, I'm glad that you thought about it because uh, I know I had to like I gripped the steering wheel really hard and I was like, "It's only ten more minutes." Don't be a wuss. I was wondering why you started talking to yourself so aggressively. <laughs> Smacked yourself. That was why. Yeah, I was like, oh, "Wake times. up! Wake up, you idiot! Wake up!" That's how I talked to myself. What did we see? We saw uh, everything, everywhere, all at, all at once. once. Ooh, yeah, and we did. What a movie! Uh, what? We got a lot to talk about. What with a, this movie! What a Good movie. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Spoiler alert, I guess. Spoiler alert. We liked this movie a lot, so (laughs) we have lots of things to say about it. (laughs) And we even have a surprise later on the episode for you. We do. Yeah. Sort of like the movie. There's sort of like, you know, you you think it's going one way, but then it's going to go another way. But there's a multiversal shift. Yeah. All kinds of crazy stuff happening. So... We hope you enjoy (laughs) it. In and out of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Enjoy. Enjoy. It's been too long since we watched this movie. It has. I even tried to watch some stuff in the meantime to like remind me of it and bring it back up in my head. It doesn't seem like it worked. Yeah, I read a few reviews, and then I was actually listening to the soundtrack today, which <laughs> helped a little bit. It got me back in the like spirit of it. So yeah, um, so I feel like this is going to be the first time. I don't know. I feel like as we talk talking more, about a movie, does that does that make any sense at all? Instead of having a free flowing conversation about the excitement that the movie gave us, it's going to be trying to remember things about the movie and then talk about the movie, which is going to be. Maybe kind of weird. Maybe. Maybe. And maybe it'll just turn out completely normal and no one will notice. And then we'll delete this part. Maybe. And then everyone will be like, well, that was a great episode. (laughs) (laughs) That was a normal episode. (laughs) They must have just gotten out of the theater. (laughs) The perspectives were so fresh. And definitely didn't have a mind-melting... Easter experience. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like deathly in tired in between. <laughs> oh yeah. That was that was too busy for me. Was it? Well the whole week was a busy than normal week at work. Except when it wasn't, it was like a sit down and wait, mm-hmm. like like testing kind of thing. Which for me is just like sit in one spot and try not to fall asleep. And that is, it's so hard to not do anything because my body, my body, when I'm not doing anything, is just like, it's sleep time. Like I can be sitting anywhere in the loudest 
anywhere, like in the middle of a theme park. And if I if I don't do anything, my body's like, okay, sleep. And I'll and I'll sleep. I mean, it probably won't be good sleep, but I don't I don't know. My body is trained when I do nothing. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, we're going to sleep, bud. But that's all. Like during testing, that's all I can do because I can't. I'm not allowed to do by the laws of the state of Mississippi. I'm not allowed to do anything. Really? Yeah. Like you can't mess with stuff. You can't work on things. I mean, you just have to like chill. I I can do some stuff, but there there genuinely are like teachers and stuff who cannot do anything just because it might interfere or. Yeah, or yeah. they or they might. I mean, open them up. Might miss might miss something that a student was needing help with. Uh, huh. Like there's there's some of them that if if a student needs like something watched, like a diabetic meter or something. Uh-huh. Like say a student's a diabetic for testing in the state of Mississippi, they can't have the meter on them. So someone like a nurse has to watch the meter for them, huh. and that's all they can do. They can have that thing in their hand, like whatever meter it is, or if it, like a lot now it's a lot of phones, mm-hmm. so they don't want to give the kid the phone. Right, you have to shut everything down on the phone. Only Bluetooth can be on. Talking to the Bluetooth device that's I don't know in the kid, mm-hmm. uh, measuring the stuff, and the and all the nurse can do is sit there and like tap the screen to keep it on for however many hours it takes for the testing. Oh, that's so. <laughs> I mean, I guess I get it, but that's so boring. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how they stay awake. I, I I mean, even, even during the, like I'm outside and I mean like in the hall or like in the gym or something like in between all the sessions. And, but I like, I I like get up and walk around and I'm like, Oh, and I'm looking at my watch every five minutes. I'm like five minutes. Oh, come on. But yeah, between so it was Monday was like a rush to get everything in order because one of the testing browsers they updated over the weekend and it was a wreck. So Monday I was literally like, <gasps> and then for the rest of the week I was like, stay awake, stay awake. You're at work. The whole time I was at work, and then every time every time that ended from Thursday onward, it was like uh, we were doing stuff here until mm-hmm. you know nine or ten or whatever we were let out. I was so tired. Exhausting. I used to work. I used to do that a lot. I used to work two jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Maybe, well, it, it, the second job was Starbucks, so it was just caffeine the whole time I was there. Yeah, and you're moving a lot, and I feel like the testing thing is probably going to slow you down. For It's just going to ruin everything. And it, yeah, and you just sit there, and, you, and then you go, oh, I'm really tired. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, yeah, and then even here, like, for like a lot hours. of it is, is chilling, you know. Yeah. Like you were on a camera where you got to move around, but like even still, there's a lot of downtime. So, yeah. And yeah. And it's a lot of the same. That, I prefer stuff, that so camera over any other one because yeah. just because you are moving waiting on the other ones. It's just like, oh. <laughs> or, um, or that one, you can like, if, if somebody else is talking, you can like sneak back here and grab a, grab a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, where is no? It's like, oh, I'm right here, bud. Right here. <laughs> you have a Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. We were busy. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, this Easter felt very, it felt like the smoothest and stress most stress-free Easter that I think I've had since working here. There's a lot of reasons yeah, for that. that, but I feel like this year we were just. It also wasn't like a huge production. Well, yeah, I suppose, but we had a lot of stuff that like we did. 
a lot of stuff that we had to do yeah, that all the way up until the last minute. For it, right, yeah. prep. And that's most of the time when I say stress-free, like oh, not busy, up to it's it. the prep. Most of, like once the event actually begins, usually my job is is mostly over. Yeah. Unless I'm like I'm on something if I'm running a camera or whatever, like Sunday I did photography. But so like it, that kind of stuff, but that's just like just a different version of what we normally do. But all the stuff leading up to it is the stuff that keeps me busy and it's like late hours and lots of preparing and lots of things to remember and then last minute stuff that gets thrown at you <laughs> a few you days before. <laughs> no, no, stuff that I no. <laughs> did, you know, was brand new. Yeah, definitely stuff that I did forget and had to do, but Oh no. <laughs> I took so many notes, man. But sometimes it's like a lot of times when you get when you're given notes like it's like, okay, I take my notes on my laptop when I'm in meetings, but then like half the time it's like someone finds me in the hall and then they dump a bunch of stuff and I'm like, okay, my phone. And then I can't type it fast enough. So I'm like half on my phone, half in my memory. Yeah. And then it's like notes over here. Notes well, and over then it'll there, be like to, one thing that you were like, I definitely won't forget that. I don't need yeah. to write that and down. I forget it. <laughs> <gasps> or like I, what I'll do is I'll begin working on one of the things that I made note of. And so mentally I'll like, check it off my list when you really only started but then something will interrupt me from it and i will forget that i was doing it yeah and i won't come back to it so like that happens and it's just like being you know with my daughter and just keeping us up late and it like lack of sleep my memory is like hurting (laughs) poorly so like (laughs) yeah all this stuff like there's so many little things that i'm curing to coffee yeah you didn't (laughs) didn't put put a cup cup You're like, uh, oh, Randy. Just um, from the. You're flooding the. Yeah, I didn't even look just from the sound, but I was like, that doesn't have a cup under it. I was like, did you put a cup under that? You're like, huh? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it's been, I don't know. Even even still, it has been a busy week since we saw the movie. When did we see the movie? Was it a week ago? (laughs) It it was exactly one week ago. It was like right now. Yeah, right now, a week ago. You know, I heard that they are expanding to a thousand more theaters. That's good. Which is cool. I don't um, know if one of those will be our theater. Which, I, if it is, I'm I going immediately. But, but like, well, yeah, if it is, I want to uh, see, see if again. we can get 20 people to go watch it. I know, right? I, I don't think, ev- like, I want everyone that went to... Uh, Licorice Pizza. Yeah, Licorice Pizza to just go to this one, too. And I don't think even half of them will like the movie. Mm. But I just want to—I want to turn around and just see people going like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what is? What is happening?" And like, just when uh, when they meet Jobaki or whatever for the first uh-huh. time, and then uh, when she finally gets it and starts doing the the fighting, uh, where she's just solving people's problems through, mm-hmm. through the metaverse <laughs> or through the multiverse. Sorry, what is it? Metaverse? Metaverse? Multiverse? But yeah, and then just like to see people just going, uh, what, what is happening? <laughs> or like, uh, I would I would really like to see people when they introduce the everything bagel and just see I people go, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> everything bagel. Yeah, it's got everything it's got on it. Everything. Think about it. You can't do that. It'd be a big black hole. Exactly. Yeah, I think that'd be hilarious. It would be fun. I hope that it comes here. I I really like this movie. It, it'd be like, it'd be like the ending of what I remember watching, uh, The Fountain. Mm. And I well, for The Fountain, I was in there the first time, like mm. leaning forward in my chair, like mm-hmm. almost coming out, of the, almost standing up, like with my mouth agape, and I was just like, Does anyone else? <laughs> 
Is that the reaction you had to this movie? Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, but like me me turning around and looking at the other people I brought and everyone else I brought was just like, this is the dumbest. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it'll be reminiscent in that It'll be like that. Um, I will, because you say that and now I wonder if it is that for me. Like, I think I was just so blown away by this movie that like I didn't even believe how much I liked it. Afterwards, I was like afraid to say that I how much I liked it because it felt like no, no, it's gonna fade away. Yeah, you're like, well, the millennial tomorrow, and you was like, that's the best. Uh, yeah, yeah, tomorrow's I'm gonna be like, oh, you know what? Or I'm gonna see it a second time and it's not gonna be anywhere near as good. But I was like, but man, it feels right. Yeah. Like it feels. I also like- watched a lot of reviews of people, uh, like critic people on YouTube, were like, I didn't really get it the first time. It's a lot. But the second viewing, I went in knowing what to expect, and it was a lot better. And then it was 10 out of 10. Yeah, I finally, I got it. It clicked. And I was like, I don't know. if What didn't click? Yeah, I know. I feel like the idea is pretty straightforward. Sure, there's there's a lot going on. I mean, like too much. Maybe. Shuts people's brains down in some weird way. Possible. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I mean. I mean, I feel like anybody's going to, most people are going to connect to something different in this. It's a movie that that feels like it actually is about everything. It, yeah, well, um. it, it is really. Uh, uh, but so was the the farting dead guy movie they did, Swiss Army Man. It was kind of about everything too, not like on a multiversal scale, but it okay. was like life and death and friendship and romance mm-hmm. and and like son and and father and. Husband and wife and all relationships, but but really it was him and a farting dead body. Uh, they somehow wrapped up like all human emotion and all human experience within this weird uh, imaginary relationship he was having with the with the farting dead body. They did that, but they just did it on a multiverse scale with a mother and a daughter, and also the husband, I guess, is in there. Well, and her dad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this movie, it. I mean, it just took that other it took swiss army man and it was like let's make every relationship about everything about on a multiversal scale (laughs) about you in a billion different ways i didn't know that they did swiss army man i haven't seen swiss army man really Mm -hmm. yeah it's the same uh sort of funny seriousness Mm -hmm. and i think that's where they kind of started that's where they came together but yeah swiss army man is about a farting dead body played by daniel radcliffe and uh <laughs> okay. it somehow manages to touch your heart <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's how i felt about this though <laughs> i guess you're right because it there was a lot of stuff because i felt like we sw- like okay i was i was literally i literally was crying 20 minutes into the movie like there were tears coming down my face <laughs> 20 minutes in I don't even know these characters yet. And yeah. I was already like moved. And, and I don't know if it just hit me right in just the right way or if it was spoke to something that, well, I know it spoke to some things that I just like found very personal. But, and I think maybe I was just like, oh, this movie's like speaking to me. And we're like 20 <laughs> minutes in and I was so excited to see where it went. Um, and then even then it took me in like all the directions that I thought it would go and like 15 more. Yeah, it somehow didn't. It didn't lock itself into any one like particular yeah. message, I should say. And, but it, but it did. Mm-hmm. Like it went the way you expected it to, and it also didn't do that at all. But it didn't cut anything off. It mm-hmm. just like expanded it in a thousand yeah. different ways. 
Uh, it sounds like I'm being really, uh, I don't know, like meta about <laughs> how this, but that's like literally what it did. And, mm-hmm. uh, also I just wanted to throw this in there. This movie was a better matrix, uh, sequel than the matrix sequel. That we got. <laughs> I don't know. The matrix sequel is about other things, but I enjoyed it more as a matrix sequel yeah. than the matrix sequel. <laughs> um, I mean, but, I yeah. did like it a lot more than The Matrix, but still. Well, I mean, she's like in that one room and she's like doing something and she learned a new, like she learned Kung Fu. And I was like, this is better than Resurrections. <laughs> <laughs> if you had just shown me just this movie, like no Keanu, no Trinity, no anything, uh, I would have been like, yeah, that's a way better. <laughs> that's a that's a good Matrix movie. I like that. And yeah. if you'd have shown me like it could have been this, I'd have been like, I'm so glad it's not that. <laughs> But, what, uh, yeah, you know, it is I, what it we've is. we've talked about this a little bit, but what's what's funny to me is the watching the trailer for this movie. Uh, have you seen Jet Li's The One? Yeah, yeah. So it <clears throat> it felt it felt like this movie uh, was just like, hey, it's the same premise as this kung fu movie, or not even a kung fu movie. It's just like a just an action uh, movie. With, yeah, with the uh, I mean, yeah, martial way. arts, but yeah. Uh, and and like multiverse cops mm-hmm. starring Jason Statham <laughs> and discount Lawrence Fishburne. Um, uh, just because I, love, I don't know his I name, I don't remember it. Is. I loved it. Um, so yeah, when no, I, I, I liked the movie. It's really fun. It's not very good. Like it's it's kind of dumb. But I remember seeing the trailer for uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once and thinking, oh, it's it's Jet Li's the one, but funny, yeah. like. <laughs> Okay, this will be interesting. And I was sold immediately, and I was like, I'm sure it's going to be better than that. But that's what it felt like. Uh, and what's crazy is that it's like, yes, that is there, but also it's not there, and it's way more than that. And it's so much better than just a funny yeah. version of Jet Li's The One. Oh, like it's, no. It's, um... Like Jet Li The One would have never thrown in a talking raccoon. No. No, no at all. Or, or the Everything Bagel, or almost anything in the movie, but... Or the or the uh, rocks that you can't move, you have to accept that, yeah. it and be a rock. I love that part. Oh God! No, I was. I think I kind of circled back around to this now, but like I think maybe the experience that I had watching this film might have been very similar to the experience that I had watching The Fountain, and just because of how much like how it moved me, and I immediately knew that it was going to remain one of like my favorite movies forever. For I yeah, but it, just yeah. because it just it it just moved me in a certain way that like, I was like, yeah, this is, I'm going to love this movie forever. Mm. Um, and that's why I'm like, okay, I'm hesitant to be like, it's the yeah. best movie ever made <laughs> because maybe it's not because it just, it might've just impacted me. Yeah. You're also personally, re- you know? still really close to it. Yeah. yeah and you and I are both the type to be like, I don't know. And then like a year from now, I'll be like, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I'm kind of, what, I mean, what did you, I know, I, f- I feel like I know that you liked the movie, but how did you feel? Oh, I don't know, what oh are your, yeah. What are your thoughts? I, you know me, I'm always going to deal with the negative first. Uh, <laughs> let's just where my Let's mind goes. I loved the crap out of it, but I don't, I don't know that it ever personally, like, got me, got me. Hmm. Uh, definitely no tears. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked the philosophy of it. I don't know... I don't know that this is a measure that you would say you enjoyed or didn't enjoy a movie, I, but I'll just say it. I don't know that it made me like philosophically 
think anything new hmm. or question anything. And I could see if it did that, that whoever was watching it would would just be like, this movie is like mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. It, it definitely did not blow my mind. Hmm. But that's, I'm one dude. And but it was it was thoroughly enjoyable. It was very very funny how they did it. I I like. I already knew kind of how it was gonna take like irreverent humor and like slap it at uh, bigger things mm-hmm. like, like philosophy and stuff. Because I already because of Swiss Army Man uh, and I know how they write and I enjoyed it. There's nothing that I didn't like about it except maybe it was too funny. <laughs> Uh, but I, but but I don't know that I would have enjoyed it more if it was less funny. It's, I just think for me, for a movie like, do you think it's sort of taking itself a little more seriously? I no, I'm not saying that. Okay. I think for for it to grab me emotionally, mm. it has to be a more serious thing. Okay. Which like, and there's there's nothing wrong with it. Other people thoroughly enjoy it more than I did. I would say, and I would still say, like, it's 10 out of 10. Uh, it knew, for me, perfect is, like, what it was trying to do. Did it do it? Yeah, it did it really, really, really well. I would have said Swiss Army Man was a 10 out of 10, too. Mm. But I don't think I'm putting it up there on my favorites mm-hmm. list. You know what I mean? There's a gap in there about what I can recognize is good in a movie. Yeah, I think that's, like, a perfect quote-unquote perfect movie but is it on my like personal favorites list not necessarily i think i recognize that it is so good it will be for a lot of other people and you're talking about everything everywhere all at once now uh yeah okay oh i wanted to make sure just but kind of jumped over to swiss army man for a second oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i i Perfect movie, 10 out of 10. I think for it to be like a Jeremiah 10 out of 10, I don't know. I, mm. I just I think maybe it would have had to have been a little more serious and a little less. Bah, 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 but there's nothing wrong with being bah, 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 because it was hilarious. I, w- mm-hmm. I was probably crying laughing during it, but I never like cried because it moved me mm-hmm. in, uh, in that sort of emotion. But yeah. I was definitely, it was hilarious. I loved the subject matter and I love that it would get people to think, maybe even think in that sort of way where that, in that weird, it seems like nihilistic sort of thinking, but it's also like grab what you can, look around you. You already have everything you need to be happy. Some people would call that nihilism. Some people would maybe disagree with that. I would say it's a kind of nihilism. Even even like Joker and Batman are like two different sides of a coin of nihilism. Like Batman embraces order and Joker like embraces the chaos of nihilism. I think it sort of looks at those two sides of nihilism and uh, the girl, they're both girls. The mom is mm-hmm. more like the orderly, uh, <laughs> the Batman nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a... It's about if if the universe and all this and all, like you can't draw your life's meaning and your life's your if you can't draw your happiness from where you're at or even like what you could be or what you could do, even in an infinite universe, then you make your own meaning like and you make your own happiness. And the, the mom eventually comes to the conclusion that 
you do make your own happiness and it is good and it is it is what it is that's all that it is and that can be enough and whereas the daughter basically is rejecting that the whole time but then it seems like she comes around at mm-hmm. the very end once her mom finally like she she kind of like attacks her with the truth a little bit um, yeah it's it's like she's basically saying like leave me alone leave me alone and then the mom's just about there like yeah I should respect your point of view and then she <laughs> but then she immediately just goes like no like you mm-hmm. listen to my point of view for once and then she kind of like smack 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 and then the daughter's like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> the um you said something earlier that that made me think of this almost there is that lack of sleep coming in my memory trying to my brain's like working hard steam coming it's like, out come on. come on we got this almost there memory engaging uh, hyperdrive i can't i'm not i can't i can't have a kid man i don't like to oh. For me to sit there and go like, there's something I need to remember. <laughs> That's the worst feeling in the world to me. Like not remembering it. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, I mean, I've always struggled with this even before having a kid. But now it's like even worse because I'm just not sleeping <laughs> ever. So I think what I was trying to, what I, what you said, I don't remember what you said about that made me think of this. But oh, you're talking about like finding happiness and in and, and all the different ways that the movie sort of presents as pathways to that. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated that the movie it sort of began in a way that was at least for me instantly recognizable as like oh I know this okay this is what I'm connecting with this like it it's like when the uh, when the moment when the husband uh, which I'm gonna what's his name again in the movie it's uh, uh, it up here for uh wait he's got a Wayman yeah Wayman switches what do they call that again. And this is being a week out, week out from seeing the yeah, film. But they call it like, it uh, there's a term when they jump to the different personalities. Well, let's let's just say jump. I don't remember. Yeah. I feel like it's a pretty like key word, but I can't remember what it is. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it anywhere quick enough. But So the first time he shows up as a different person in his body. Yeah. Al- alpha Wayman. Yeah. Yeah. Alpha Wayman. There you go. And uh, so Evelyn Wang, the main, the main character. Uh, when she is like, no, 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 real busy right now. I don't have time for you. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, you're being an idiot. Get out. Um, and he's like telling her, like, like every single decision that you have made uh, has branched off into just infinite numbers of universes and whatever versions of you. Yeah. Uh, and like, out of all of them, like, you're the one that we want because essentially, like, you're you're not good at anything well, like, she's like the, she's that's the, the failure of she's the one that has literally chosen the failing path every, every time. single time yeah. so um, she has infinite possibilities. <laughs> infinite yeah. yeah um so she's a connection to all of them so and now they don't they don't say that part till much later in the film but but early on he, he's telling her like everything that you've done all this stuff that you know even the joke the line from the um story of a girl song yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. when he's like when your hair just hasn't doesn't fall the right quite the same way your, and all that your stuff. hair never Wait. wears as well the next day yeah there it is yeah. or the, your clothes and then your hair never falls in quite the same way yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he said that and I, I like just that and i was like ah! and then he didn't quote the rest of it and i was like what's wrong <laughs> and then they played the song later when it skips uh into a different universe and i was like ah. is this is it skipping i don't think so <sighs> 
jumping. No, it's not jump. Switching. It's, I feel like it might be skip. Swapping. Okay, skip. I don't know. Let's just call it skip for the rest of the remember. time. Because that's like a weird word that people don't use very often. So we'll just, even if we're wrong, we'll just say skip. We saw the uh, movie, we swear. Yeah, we did. We saw it. Um, we paid good attention the whole time. <laughs> it just feels like one of those things where it's like, because there's so many films about how like about someone who had a dream who never went through with it, mm-hmm. you know, about somebody who wanted something more for their life, but they settled for or were forced into what they would consider uh, mediocrity. Yeah. Whatever that might be. You know, yeah. they always had that thing, that special skill that no one knows about or whatever. They could never really find their their way into whatever pathway, whatever dream they want, had, you know. Uh, and then usually the movie is about them, some opportunity finding its way into their life, and they finally take hold of it and they yeah. move forward. And this feels like that. Yeah. It feels like the supernatural, like, coincidence that's going to just show up. And then now, you know, Evelyn is going to, like, make the right choices now and she's going to achieve the success that she wants. Um, that's what it feels like. That's what it starts off with. And then it becomes very quickly apparent that that like, (laughs) well, and yeah. And it even like criticizes, uh, well, it even brings up the idea of like how you can find happiness where you are almost in a negative light initially. Then it flips it around and it's like, just be a rock. Like you can find happiness with nothing yeah like you don't have to like all those dreams all those things that you wanted like don't necessarily mean anything maybe you won't find happiness there like you have characters who do find happiness there and then characters who go that way and don't find happiness and would rather have lived with the simple life that they had i mean even just wayman like when we find like the like successful businessman wayman and he's like i would have been content just doing laundry yeah with you you know and taxes with you and it's like oh man and evelyn's sort of like just wants something. So she like yeah, tries that, everything. She's still yearning at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And even in that even in that universe, she's the successful the singer movie star. The movie star uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Kung Fu artist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and it's like she has everything that she wants, but she's still like she doesn't have Wayman. She doesn't yeah. have a kid. And even at the beginning, like those were negative things, but yeah. That's what she really wants. Yeah, but see, even even <laughs> then, I don't even know if the movie really even settles on a, like, this is That's the answer, this yeah. is the key to happiness. Yeah. It's sort of like, it almost as if the movie is just saying, hey, look, I mean, you mentioned it, just you're going to find happiness, you're going to make it your own. Like, mm-hmm. you're either going to, like, well, I think succeed that, I think at everything was, you try, and you'll be happy in that or not. Was the Rock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the rock well the whole rock scene was like uh you can you can let go you can run away you mm-hmm. can accept it you can embrace it but uh in this universe all you can do is be a rock you can't even move <laughs> like you can look at the sunset but you mm-hmm. can all you do is be a rock and then it's like why are we in this universe it's like so you can just be a rock yeah so you can just learn how to do nothing and then i think the doing nothing was significant of like you will find happiness it is it's right there it's already around you you f- you find it no matter the circumstances no matter mm. all the extra stuff for example just be a rock like just sit yeah. there yeah if, if it if it's giving us any answer that's like the answer that it wants or the answer that it gives and then that's sort of what she argues at the end when she's arguing with yeah uh, telling joy her Jib- daughter Jibaki, yeah Jibaki, yeah. <laughs> well at that point she was well, yeah, well, are you talking about the end-end, like when they're yeah, outside yeah. the car? Yeah. Okay. If I say she's like, 
arguing at her and like attacking her. That uh, yeah, yeah. I mean that scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I also really like that it's the the ultimate bad guy is the alpha daughter mm-hmm. and the the alpha mother, the one who did everything right. Who she's so good at everything in the universe. She found other universes, and like she's the one who put this whole thing. Mm-hmm. In order for all this stuff to even be able to occur, but the the one, but she messed up her daughter so bad, mm-hmm. and the only one who could fix it was literally the one that failed at everything along the way, mm. and then she just found happiness in what was already around her, not in what she achieved, mm-hmm. and that's the one who actually broke through to to the daughter and actually like stopped it and like won. Mm-hmm. I I thought that was really great too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think something that really something this film did that I I can't think of a film that has done this in a while for me personally, um is that it that it took this conflict bet- between you know sort of Evelyn finding happiness in success through whatever that means that she wanted whatever if whether it was through her dreams of being an actor or a singer or whatever yeah well some sort of or, accomplishment yeah. or accomplishment yeah or or finding happiness in just you know doing laundry and taxes as they say i like that the movie just sort of like holds that conflict and just lets it sit for a while and like doesn't try to solve it um it doesn't try to like tell us that there is an answer to it that uh, there is a right way or a wrong way to handle it um it doesn't patronize it i think that's because those i mean i don't know just to be honest like let's get deep here um like that kind of stuff is like stuff that i wrestle with every single day so to see a movie talk to you do the same thing with it Mm -hmm. and do it in a way that wasn't like you just gotta follow your dreams you just gotta (laughs) work a little harder than the next person you just gotta believe you just gotta you know whatever all this crap well yeah that's like that's like you know some of it's true and it's inspiring but then at the same time it's like it doesn't acknowledge that like you know sometimes you just don't sometimes dreams fail yeah (laughs) well a lot of Um, times dreams yeah but i think i think i've talked to you about this before but not in this context Mm -hmm. i think we get in trouble when we look at successful people and ask them what did you do to be successful Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. you only ever get what they did, and it what they told themselves. And I mean, maybe it works for you. Maybe it works for a thousand other people, but it's also going to fail for a thousand other people. Yeah. But I literally think everyone in Hollywood that is in Hollywood that is successful at some point had to convince themselves: No, we're going to do this. We're going to follow our dreams. We're going to try harder and double down. And mm-hmm. yeah, I only have $30 in my bank account, but I'm going to that try. I'm going to that uh, casting call tomorrow. I'm not going to my job. And then, but then they make it after that decision. So anytime you ask anyone mm-hmm. in Hollywood or any writer in Hollywood, like, what do I do? How do I, how do I get to be the same thing that you are? It's like, boy, follow your dreams. <laughs> like, forget everything else. That's what worked for me. And of course it worked for them. Because you're only asking the people that are already in that position that you're wanting to also, like, get at. Yeah. But if you asked all the people that failed along the way, like, do I follow my dreams? They're probably going to tell you, no, it costs a lot of money to follow your dreams. I'm still in (laughs) debt over it. It's probably better to just settle, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, people tell themselves what they have to tell themselves to get to the position of whatever they're in. So if you ask somebody that failed, they're going to talk about how they failed and how it was bad. If you ask somebody that succeeded, they're going to talk about how they succeeded and how they convinced themselves that it was the most important thing to follow your dreams. I mean, if you think about it, we we have this thing where we want to like ask other people like how they succeeded and stuff. But if you think about it, you, I would pretty much already know what they're going to say, right? Mm -hmm. Based upon who I decided to ask. So the answer is already, like you already know the answer. Either try to do that thing or don't try to do the thing. Mm-hmm. But 99% of the people that tried to do the thing had to convince themselves that this was their life's purpose and calling. And, and it sounds like I'm making fun of those people. I'm really not. I think it's a very millennial sort of problem we're even at in society to be like, I want my life to mean something. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to follow my dreams and I want to make a difference. Like even if even if it's not about like, name recognition or about famous like i want to make a difference i want to make a positive difference i want to leave an impact and that's all sort of the same thing yeah i mean the like even just that like i want to make a difference i want my i want my life to mean something i want what Mm. i do to mean something like that's something that i'm i don't know how you handle that personally but i know for myself like that's something that i have to like like sort of answer that question every single day of like because like because i can find meaning in anything i do it's yeah. it's a, but what what ultimately it it's, it has to stand before the the inner judge of like is it meaning enough yeah um and for there's, me there's no for winning me. and there's no inner judge and I know, I'm not I'm not thinking of like oh I I just you know for what you know is this thing that I'm doing whatever let's just say uh this I mean what the heck this podcast like. Is it is this is this uh, how we're handling it in what we're doing? Is it meaning enough to to enjoy, or is it does it have to be more than this in order for it to be enjoyable for us? Mm-hmm. Does it have to be super successful and have all the audible possible you know subscription uh, sponsorships <laughs> and uh, whatever? Does it have to have all that in order for it to be have, have meaning for us or? Can it just be something that never takes off? And, and that's where it finds meaning. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, there's things in my own life of that I do for a living that, that, that constantly walk that line of like, this was really good, this thing that we did. But does it have any meaning? And a lot of times it's like, I don't know if it did. Like, I don't know if it really meant anything in the long run. Like, sure. Even if it's something that's like, like, you know, when I work, like I work for a church. So a lot of the stuff we're doing is like, you know, it's the, you, it's you always, measure success it's by, reach someone. Yeah, yeah, you measure success by how many people are, not how many, that's the wrong way to say it, but you measure success by, did it impact somebody's life in some way, even if it's not that the particular thing you did changed their life, but did it lead them to change? Did it point them in the right direction? Mm-hmm. And it's never is that a it's good never enough? about numbers, but bigger numbers are always better. Sure, yeah. but but I honestly, personally, it's it's the the, the stuff that we've done that has impacted fewer people, but more, Maybe in a more powerfully. Way, yeah. I have been the things that I look to and go, ah, yes, those are things that I've succeeded at. Those are things that passed the the judgment in my own mind but like that's maybe like three percent yeah everything else to me is like well that's just another stepping stone that's another that's another not failure but that's another thing that doesn't have any meaning to me yeah, and and that that sounds we, like i don't think we know the me- i don't know we, we don't know. until later but yeah i guess when i if when we I'm trying e- to, if we ever do <laughs> yeah uh, if ever 
what I'm trying to get at is that it's like that to me is like something that I like that conflict exists all the time for me. And it can be like, man, like, yeah, I want I had these dreams and, and they, they weren't realized. Is my happiness tied to those dreams being realized or is it OK and possible to find happiness in not going after those things? Like even uh, I'm trying to think about like there's certain things like in my own life that I find joy in. Um, I find a lot of joy in hosting people at my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot. I find a lot of joy in having friends over, teaching them new board games, and uh, or just having people over just to spend time together. That kind of stuff is like man. Like I find a lot of purpose and meaning in that. Is that enough? Is it okay to be like, hey, this version of Randy, this multiverse version is like, <laughs> is yeah, that is, is, is that Alpha Randy or is, is that or somewhere is in the middle? Randy Does it even matter? You. Yeah. Or is there another one that like we can look to and be like, oh yeah, that's definitely the better one <laughs> over yeah. there. You know, it's like maybe yes to all of it. Maybe no what, to all of it. I, like I don't know. About like, this movie is that exactly. they made the Alpha one such a relationship failure. Yeah, it's like yeah. Look at all this stuff that she did. How amazing yeah. is this woman? But like, she fails her own daughter. Like, she really tortures her own daughter mm-hmm. to suicidal thoughts. Like, yeah. even 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 though her daughter gains near omnipotent powers and near omniscience, this lady in giving her daughter ultimate power in the universe has also given her daughter like utter meaningless existence. She doesn't even really want to be alive. And she's she's searching the whole movie for one other person in the entire multiverse that can understand what she's going through. I think it just made them I think it just made myself like the movie. <laughs> Cuz even like that coming out of my mouth is like, "Oh, I almost teared up a little." Bit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I really yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like it twice as much as I did. 30 minutes ago. Yeah. I think that's why it's powerful, man, because the movie feels like it actually takes, it, it doesn't just take whatever is like what I'm feeling inside and then, and then cheapen it by saying, here's the solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes it and is like, yeah, we're right here with you. Yeah. And well, it doesn't try to yeah, fix it. It doesn't it. try to solve it. It just says, we can see it. It's exactly what Joy Jabaki is looking for. It's just someone else to like, yeah, we understand. Yeah. And the movie yeah, she is was just literally like, looking yeah. for someone else just to understand. And yeah. I feel like that's what the movie does. Even all the way to the very end, it feels like, oh, we've had our we've had our our um there's the message, there's the thing, the like ending is like, oh, it's all wrapped up in a nice bow, like Evelyn's got it all figured out. Mm. Even the tax lady's like, This is much better, very good, everything is perfect. <laughs> and then she's like but there's one problem uh, because you listened, but you didn't listen. Um, and then it's like, oh, here we go again. And then she's like, are you listening? And Evelyn's like, um, I'm sorry, what What did you say? <laughs> and, and the movie ends and you're like, yes, it's perfect. Like, that's exactly how that movie needed to end. I don't know. I just, it's the most like, <laughs> it's the most like impactful, maybe even like, I don't know. I'm 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 at a loss for words. Um, yeah, that's that's my that's my thoughts on the film. <laughs> the most, it, it's like I don't know how impactful, to describe it. It's, I don't know. I'm at a loss for yeah. words. Quote, per, <laughs> like perfect quote about this movie. It's the most impactful. <laughs> I don't know. 
That's what it, yeah, five stars. That's our quote for the movie. Ugh. The most impactful, I don't even know. It's a good movie, man. I, I, I'm yes. going to double down on it and just be like, even if I watch it, even if I watch it again and I'm like, eh, it wasn't as good as I thought. That first time watching it was one the, of, the impact if not of the, the best time. like movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I'm, and I'm okay. Just, like, yeah. I think art, if it's true art, can hit you at different points. Yeah, and definitely. At different, and at different times. And maybe the first time you see it, it's like, oh, perfect. 10 out of 10. And like. You cry and you have your moment, but yeah. then ten years later you come and watch it again and you're like, What was I thinking? Like well, you're a different person. Yeah. You and are maybe you are because of that. Yeah. So uh, how meaningful was it to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do and I do like that uh you're saying we're we're our own judge and I like the fact that in the multiverse it could be like you're judging yourself in another universe and she's <laughs> the failure, but really she's the best one, yeah, it's good. Even even Alpha Wayman at the at the start is like, uh, I think you might be the one. We're for. Why? Because you fail at everything. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. It was great, and I liked that uh, his universe had run out of uh, what yogurt and dairy, and he was just chugging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a nice little touch, oh, man. And I loved how like serious. And how seriously it took itself, and then how much it did not. Um, I, lo- I loved it, the random thing you had to do to connect. Yeah. That was nuts. So, so funny. Uh, yeah, every oh. time they named one, it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Pluck out your own eyebrows. Excuse me? Uh, confess your true love to the lady trying to kill you. I can't do that. There's no way. Every time we went back to the hot dog fingers <laughs> universe, I was even when they like showed like that one movie that she's in that's like sort of some sort of like Bollywood version of like the prince and I. Yeah, yeah. Is like you see the different worlds and that version of that movie in every world and the hot dog fingers ones where they're just like Ooh. biting each other's fingers and like ketchup and mustard are coming out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Here, taste my hot dog fingers. No. Catch up, uh, and then I love that that whole time, and then at the very end, they're kind of like, "Oh, we just got really good with our feet." <laughs> it's like what? I thought it was gonna be just like a one-off joke, like, "Oh yeah, it's hot dog fingers," oh, and it's like, "No, we're going back." Going. <laughs> oh man, uh, and just everything that, even though Jabaki's like, you know, the villain, everything that she does is hilarious. Like. All the thing, the ways that she dispatches of people are just so turning people into confetti. I don't know, just it was just funny. The whole thing was just funny. Yeah, beating the guy senseless with the uh, uh, dual uh, wielding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're gonna we're keep cl- this episode still. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Saints Row Four, how about that? The giant Saints, Saints Row, Row 4. Four. Yes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Giant floppy Saints Row Four. Uh, I was going to say, I'd li- I one of the things I watched to try to keep my mind on track for the movie was uh, something they did by South South by Southwest, mm-hmm. and they uh, were showing them in a room thirty minutes before the movie premiered. One, I had no idea this was filmed before COVID. Was it really? And they sat on it and just like. I guess perfected the edit for like two years. Mm. That's crazy. Two the the when she was confessing her love 
for the girl coming at her to punch her in the face. Yeah. She, they said on her take that day, I think it was like a cameraman or an assistant director or something yelled cut. And then he like turned away and he had tears rolling down his face. <laughs> and it was just, it was just her doing the thing where she was confessing, you know, for the random thing. But he was like, that's only the second time I've ever cried on the job. <laughs> <laughs> she, he was like, it was just so meaningful and beautiful. And Michelle, Michelle Yao was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> and three, I didn't know watching the movie. Uh, but I should have guessed from how his voice sounded. You know what I'm about to say? From his voice. Uh, I mean, the raccoon? No. The the dude, her husband, is the little kid from Indiana Jones. What? Yeah, and the Goonies. And he's been out of work basically since then, and this is the first movie that he went to a casting call and they picked him up. I don't believe he's been out of work. He, he, he In that interview, he basically said he did a couple of other stuff. But not much. A couple of other things as a teenager, but it was always like... The Asian kid, and he yeah. kind of got tired of it. Dude, he's amazing. He was unbelievable. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, what, what's her name? The really famous lady in the movie. I always forget her name. The really famous lady? Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis? Jamie, yeah, I always okay. forget. I always forget her name. Uh, no, she was in the room when he was talking about that, and she, and she was like, that first day of shooting, where the first day of shooting for them was uh, on the set at the tax office. So she was mm-hmm. there, he was there, and Michelle and the dad was there. And he was there. So from his point of view, he's this uh, unknown actor who's not supposed to be there. He's with Michelle Yao, mm-hmm. uh, the most famous Chinese old actor dude. I can't remember his name. And yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. And he's, like, there. And that's his first day back from, like, I mean, basically Indiana Jones. And he's mm-hmm. been, he's been like, dreaming about this moment. And he was just like, I could hard Like, I was having panic attacks. I could hardly speak when it was my turn to speak. And uh, she just, like, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, leaned over and was like, I can't believe that you were having any panic attack. Like, for you to be there that day sharing that gift of acting with me was unbelievable. You're an unbelievable actor. And then he sat, he, like, leaned forward and he was like, and then he got, like, a thing of sake and he was like, cheers, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, um, he was so good. Uh, and it was just unbelievable, and he hasn't like that was his first big thing back since he, since basically Indiana Jones and the Goonies is what he was saying. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I remember. I think he, everybody did a fantastic job. Like, there's I don't think there's any part in the film that wasn't just performed. He like peak, he was peak performance. Like, everything good. was very good. Um, he like he'd be on screen. He'd be like, ha, 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 ha. Uh-huh. "No, I'm alpha." And yeah. it's like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, and, and he did it multiple times too. It was just really good. Like he even spoke differently, and he and he just like fully went into this other person who was like, "I'm very alpha. Yeah. We're going to get through this." But then like he's like this little jokey husband who's just trying to make light of everything, but also with a deep sadness, you know? Yeah. I t- yeah, I don't know. I thought, like... She was really good. He was really good. I believed every version of him. Yeah. That's the thing, is it's not just like, oh, hey, it's a fun, he's doing multiple characters bit. Like, no, they feel yeah. like separate people. Yes. That's just really with the cool. same face, yeah. yeah. With the same face. But even then, like, even just the mannerisms <laughs> well, are so different. with a different, different like, face. With, a di- <laughs> <laughs> with the same body. Same body. Gosh. Same actor, I guess. Well, good for him. Yeah, that's cool. no, that was great. And I hope he's in a lot more stuff. 
Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is a freaking rock star. She, like, yeah, I had no idea she was in this movie. I didn't either. Well, I guess the, I should have. She was she in was the trailer. The but, I don't man. know that I saw the trailer. I thought. I know we, I know it was a trailer playing at some point in some movie we went to, but I uh-huh. kind of ignore. I gotcha. try to ignore trailers. I think I think I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was just going to be a bit part, mm-hmm. like maybe just the tax lady. Well, yeah, I also didn't think the mo- like almost the entire film would take place in the IRS <laughs> building. <laughs> like if you really think about it, you can lose track of that and forget that we're no, in yeah, the IRS the whole building. Movie was but in it's that almost one building, in the, yeah. even like the freaking like S and M torture like dungeon, not torture dungeon, was even the, in there. Yeah. Is in the IRS building, <laughs> like it's just yeah. in somebody's office. Behind First house. off, somebody had to have that constructed. That's well, that makes might me laugh. that might have been its own that might have been its, its own, own like, universe. Set. I don't know. For, mo- yeah, for most of fine. the filming, anytime they're in the office building, they're in, I think she said it was an old countrywide loan application yeah. building or something. It feels something like that. Yeah, just it feels like something from the the seventies that just sort of still exists. Yeah, and it's um, been an empty building for like yeah. a decade, <laughs> and they 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 rented it, and they said uh, they didn't even rent like trailers or anything. They would just find an office <laughs> that's right yeah and that up. was their dressing room was different offices like on the first floor or something but yeah they're they're talking about how weird that building was and they were talking about how you know when when you're like a big time fancy executive you try to get like the expensive chairs that no one's ever heard of mm-hmm. like these these designer chairs jamie lee curtis said she was walking around and found like thousand dollar chairs just sitting <laughs> in different offices and, and she was like she said she went and found somebody and was like, can I buy these from you? <laughs> and they were like, sure. So she bought, I think she said she bought uh, 12 or 13 chairs that were just like around the set, like left over from whenever they actually had a business in that building. Yeah. And uh, they were all like super high-end fancy boy chairs. That's cool. And she was like, I will take the Like she recognized the name <laughs> brand and was like, uh-huh. I'm definitely, yes. That's cool. Yeah, they had, I don't know, everybody... I just I really love so much of this movie so much. <laughs> it was it was it was it's a it's perfect. It knew what it was doing and it set out and it did it so good and hilarious along the entire way. Mm-hmm. And but it still keeps that like emotional dramatic punch. There yeah, there's something so and this is I don't know if everybody well okay I know everybody doesn't have this but I imagine it's. It's a similar feeling for anybody who sort of knows how something is made. When you see somebody make something. Okay, let me make this simpler. Cut, if you're a cook. Cut that. If you're a cook <laughs> and you're making something, all right? Yeah. And you know how to make it. And then you see somebody else make it. And then you taste their food and you go, oh, you made a different choice here mm-hmm. that like I wouldn't have made. But I get it and I like appreciate it. Um, there's another experience where you can see something being made suddenly like it's new to you. You're like, Oh, okay. I think I know where this is going. Yes. This is the thing that needs to happen right now. (laughs) And before you know it, it actually happens. Yes. When I'm watching movies because I, I, I know how they're made (laughs) Yeah. and I, and it's part of my, like, I don't, I don't say I don't make movies for a living, but I, I do work in video and all that stuff. So I understand a lot of stuff and I've worked in the industry a little bit, but. Not to brag or anything, but uh, you know, I've worked with some people. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. Uh, your, but I at least understand how movies are. <laughs> I have a film degree, okay? I know what I'm doing. Oh, no, God. what's your five degrees to Kevin Bacon? Do? I have no clue. Um, well, I could probably figure it out, but 
I don't know. Number one. Um, number one. Uh, he's my neighbor. I know him. Um, he's my dad. Oh, I do. Oh, I had no idea. No, but like when you're watching a, this example is getting out of hand. Um, <laughs> the, and that's a perfect quote. There's for our parts podcast. I know. When, <laughs> when, when I'm watching it? the, the movie, mo- it's the most amazing. I don't know. I'm at a loss for ways. That's for that movie. Uh, this example is getting out of hand. It's five stars. Our podcast. Um, that's what goes on the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> There's parts in the film where I'm watching it, and not in in a lot of movies where I can see where they're going with stuff, and it's like, oh man, like I wouldn't have gotten us on this path here, but now that we're on it, I know exactly where we're going, and mm. I I'm totally on board. I love it, and I'm like, you just sort of like start seeing like the correct choice like pop up in your mind of just like, yeah, and then they need to do. And then you do this, and then you do this, and it, it's like watching—it's like watching a, a you know some sort of Olympian do something that everybody knows what it need what needs to happen. Yeah. But you're like, can they actually do it? Will they do it? And then when they actually do it, it's like amazing for everybody, even though most of us are just watching. It felt like that. It felt like watching them make the right choice again and again and again, and there were so many times where they even surprise you and they introduce like, I thought this was the right choice. And then they made a choice that was even better than what I thought. <laughs> yeah. And some of it's stupid. Some of it's simple stuff that like, you know, maybe a film critic would be like, I don't, you don't know what you're talking about, but whatever. But like, even whatever, just the whatever first, hypothetical even just film the critic first, guy, you get out of here. Well, some of the decisions like completely change the course of the film and they're like, nope, we're going this way. Mm. And you're like, oh, okay. When the title card drops, like there's just chaos in their living room or their dining room or whatever, maybe both. And there's tax stuff everywhere. Personally, I hate taxes (laughs) and their taxes suck. (laughs) So they have everything all over the place. And then it's just like chaos, people talking, all this stuff, TV's on, blah, blah, blah. And then it's Sunlux music just, and it just says everything. And it's like part one or chapter one or whatever it says. Yeah. Act one. Just that choice. I was like. Okay. That, that's amazing. That yeah. was the best. That was that was yeah. the best. I love it. Right when that um, hit, I was like, yes. And then I forgot about <laughs> it. And then I forgot about it. I forgot we were doing the whole act thing mm-hmm. because act one's pretty long and we get around and it felt like we'd been watching the movie for a while, not in a bad way, but just like, man, that was, we have covered a lot of ground. Yeah. This movie. Um, yeah. And, and then we circle like back going, but not in a bad Yeah. Way. We circle back and we're in that same room again. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Oh, <laughs> do it. Do it. Come on, do it. And then yeah. it's like, what was it? Uh, everywhere or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, everywhere. And then it, but it does it like with this like funky, like instead yeah. of going with the big thing, yeah, it does it. And big, so it was, I was like, the, yeah. okay, all right. I like this. Stuff like that where it's like, it leads you and it's like, the movie's kind of like, like, you yeah. see it? Yeah. You see where we're going? And you're like, no, no. Yes. You're not going to no. do it. You are going to do it. Like, <laughs> It's like the movie is just like having fun with us. Like, well, it's, yeah, oh, man, yeah. In a weird way, it feels like the directors are right there, go looking at you, uh-huh. going, "Are you? Are you? Yeah. Do you see it? <laughs> do you see it?" And you're like, "Yeah, I see it. I see you." And they're like, "Watch!" And you're like, "Shut up, no!" And they're like, "Just keep watching." And you're like, "Shut up, no!" And you're like bouncing in your seat, and you're like, "Come on, no, nah, you're not gonna." And they're like, "You just watch." <laughs> And they do something like exactly what you expected and then twist it. And then last second they turn back to you and they're like, see, and you're like, 
wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, pretty. Yeah, this movie's like that constantly. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really thought, and this is probably going to be, this is probably where I'm going to like start to get critical in my thinking on my second viewing is like the how random are the random things that they're doing? Because in yeah. the first viewing, it's like you don't expect it. But then even when I was watching, it was like there one of these is going to be dumb. One of them is going to be dumb. The random things? Yeah, one of them is going to be like, oh, okay, it's not that random. But it feels like they spent 10 years thinking of the perfect thing to do. <laughs> it feels like the thing that happens, you're like, Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Cuz you could easily like spend a, you know, a couple hours coming up with a few ideas and like, being like, yeah, to, these are good enough. To be funny random. Yeah, yeah, like these are good enough. And it felt like they did that and then we're like, "All right, cool. Now let's come up with better ones because yeah. those are not going to be good enough." It, so anytime anything random happened, it just felt like, gosh, man, they put a lot of work into this. I don't know if you noticed like the trophy that they had to sit upon. Yes. She had it at her desk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but even when they showed them the first time, I was like, those look a lot yes. like. Yeah, no, I know. We we both had the same thought. I heard you, like, <laughs> audibly react like, what? in the theater. We were both, yeah. yeah. That's another thing I loved about this movie is that I, we were not silent at all. I mean, there were not a lot of people in the theater that we were at, but I felt like you and I were, like, very loud, very loud, <laughs> responding to everything. I mean, shouting yeah, at the was, screen, yeah, laughing, like, and like I was having a good time. Repeating, oh yeah, it was so uh, much fun. I hope I didn't ruin it for anyone else, but it was just so. I don't know. I mean, everyone else. It was, was a movie so, you yeah. laugh at very loudly and yeah. then like talk back to and like yeah, yeah. But when they, I mean, there was a lot of good no. setup and payoff <laughs> when they when they show that thing, and then oh my god, that was honestly maybe one of the best setup and payoffs in the whole movie. Was them showing the trophy and you're like, ew, why? What, why is it? Why does it look like that? And then later they're like, okay, no. do something, you know, whatever. And then the guy looks at it and you're like, no, no don't do it. <laughs> you immediately know what he's gonna do. And then it's like well, them, even, him even, trying to do it, and then them trying to it, stop him from doing even it. Even how he does it is like forty times better. Than I like, know. And then he's gonna run over there and like, no, they didn't go for that. They went for like super over the top, like sumo wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was nuts yeah and i love when the other guy like comes up breaks <laughs> it too and he's got one as well <laughs> oh god man it's so funny it's yeah it's so <laughs> randomly funny too like it's it has no, it's like what are you talking about and he's just like mm, i'm not doing that you have to no Yeah. And I love how they ease us into it a little bit too. There's a lot of like, he's like eating chapstick, which is gross, but like also kind of just like, uh, and he like grabs this, you know, piece of gum and, but it's also like, it's equivalent to like how far into the multiverse they're trying to slingshot themselves to, Um, which I love that. That idea is so perfect of like, they're trying to essentially alter the course of their life so they can tap into the other personalities, other versions of themselves. And the way they do that is 
instead of continuing down continuing down the same path that they're on, yeah. they have to do something that's going to change their life forever. Comple- and completely random, maybe like locking in energy yeah. like from the other. Yeah. And doing something that's like, whoa, wait a second. You know, if the universe that's, is yeah, sentient, so if fate is like, I thought you were on this path, but you just did that thing, which means you're definitely not on that path. Let me flop you over so Let me just throw you over to this section. I love that idea. It's so perfect. <laughs> I also just love that they like, I don't know, all the foreshadowing of the, the bagel, how she circles things multiple times yeah. and creates the bagel, and there's, like, bagel imagery in different spots. And like, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay, some sinister villain. Um, I got a lot of, uh, oh, what's that movie by Ryan Johnson? They even ran in there and ate, the ba- ate bagels at one point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's like, Ryan? Oh, with the cream cheese, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what's Ryan Johnson? Looper. Did you ever see Looper? Yeah, that was Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Well, towards the end, they, there's like some some person that's like the villain, and they they only speak about him, and then ultimately you find out it's like the uh, well spoilers for Looper here if you haven't seen it, it's a good movie, so maybe <laughs> just skip ahead by for I don't know like four or five minutes. Is it four or five minutes? Uh, well, I don't know how long I we mean, might I come back to it. This, okay, uh, skip this, ahead thirty seconds. Yeah, just, just double time. <laughs> if we're still talking about Looper in thirty seconds, then skip ahead. Skip ahead of us. <laughs> I, d- I mean, um, I doubt it'll be long. But. All right. So they reveal that it's like the boy, that his actions in the film has sort of created that. this yeah, yeah, villain yeah. Um, later on in the future. Um, and now that that boy is now reaching back into the past and affecting, you know, changing events and things like that. So the way that they talk about the villain in that movie and the way that they talk about Jabaki and the way that she's having an impact on all the different multiverses, they reminded me, it reminded me of that. It just felt very similar. And so when we, when we're introduced to her daughter as the villain, which is pretty early on, uh, it felt like, Oh yeah, it's very similar. It it felt like this movie honestly took, not took, but it, it stole like an artist. It sort of borrowed ideas from other films, but then took them in a completely different direction and didn't, Oh yeah, you know, and is an original in in in, in uh, yeah. Its own right I feel like ha- half of this <laughs> script was was like come up with watching the Matrix, and the, another yeah. half was like watching the one. Yeah, and then they made Swiss Army Man, and we're like, what do we do now? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's yeah, go back even, to that weird Matrix movie. Even yeah. the first time that Alpha Wayman comes in and is like, okay, like you can either go to like do your taxes, or you can go meet me in the janitor's closet. Yeah. Uh, it felt very Matrix. It felt like the Matrix yeah. with Neo when the first time when he's like, "Hey, in you can." In the office, yeah. Even in the scene in the Matrix, it felt, for whatever reason, this one felt more impactful. It felt like, "Oh, this is a this is a big choice." I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I well, in the Matrix is playing up like, like he doesn't believe him yet. Well, right. I guess well, she it's doing this too, either, but yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I know what's going to happen. Like I know where they're going yeah. with this. In this, where in the Matrix, you didn't really know where they were going with everything, but. Who are those guys in sunglasses? Still, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was still very good. I, I really, yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, Sunlux is great. I love Sunlux. I didn't, re- I for real didn't recognize it was Sunlux. I didn't know it at the at time. The end, yeah. They were like, Sunlux. I was like, of course yeah. it was Sunlux. Yeah. Yeah, I liked, the, I liked the music for it. I thought the writing was excellent. I thought even just some of the, like, visual effects and things that they do, like, all the different really cool things where they, like, take her and like fling her through the multiverse and uh-huh. like everything's flying past her. I remember, I think I sort of caught a glance before the film came out, like a little like behind the scenes thing, but I didn't really want to watch it too closely because I didn't, I wanted to see the movie first. 
I need to go back and watch those, but like how they did that. Um, well, even the like split down the screen stuff where she was like in two at once. That was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, how spot like on the, it was. the prism sort of like yeah. Uh, yeah thing going on. Oh, oh, and speaking of Sun Lux, uh, Swiss Army Man was Manchester Orchestra did the whole soundtrack, mm. which was also perfect. So these two dudes have pick a uh, yeah. 100% perfect band nice. to do the soundtrack. Uh, yeah, but uh, I want, I'm only even talking about it because one, the drummer's name is Jeremiah Edmonds. Nice. Manchester Orchestra. <laughs> and two, uh, there's one part in Swiss Army Man where they do a montage and if you're not listening really careful, you'll you'll just be like, "Oh, this is good music for a montage." But if you listen to what he's saying, he's like, "This what we need is a montage." <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's so good. That's great. I'm gonna just uh, so I'm gonna ask you now so we can think about it. Oh, I already know. You already know. Okay, let's do it then. Uh, Scale of one to I, cheesecake factor. Yeah. No, it has to be. So we have to redo our rating system after this. Oh, this you're going to ha- give it? This has to be cheesecake better because it's everything to every. Oh, my God. Yeah. I you're mean, right. what, else could it, what else could it be, Randy? Well, okay. And even, look, even if it's not my, like, I can go to Cheesecake Factory and order something I don't like. That, to me, is kind of what this movie is. But it's still, it's still Cheesecake Factory. This movie, like. The, the genius of Cheesecake Factory being the rating system was that Cheesecake Factory is a thousand pages long <laughs> and everything on it is is good, at least pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's more than decent. It's like something you would go out somewhere to get. And somehow this one restaurant has a thousand entrees that are all good. <laughs> That has to be what this movie is. Like I, I, I've been thinking about it for a week. I hadn't I'm thought like, about I it. Can't, it has to be cheesecake. Well, I think you're right. I, I There was even one movie we did where I was like, it's almost cheesecake. Uh, I guess BJ's. Because BJ's, to me, is Yeah, like, you cheated. Is, well, <laughs> BJ's, to me, is like a Cheesecake Factory, but like not quite. Yeah. So well, I was like, okay, okay, that's that. Now that you're saying that, okay, I, I think I had just... We, we had said this, if you hadn't heard this already... We had said, okay, if we ever give something a cheesecake rating for yeah, the Princess that, Diana movie, was that was there. Yeah, I we, think we were talking yeah. about it in um, Spencer. <clears throat> but if we ever give something a cheesecake rating, that that's your that's your last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so goodbye. I just and, and, in Oops. my mind, I just thought <laughs> I'm just never gonna give a cheesecake rating ha- this because movie has to be that. And I think you're right. Yeah. But now we have this existential crisis of like, is this the last episode of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to come back next week with a different well, podcast? No, I think I should think we in, should this be the end of this least, is about movies? I think in at least one universe, <laughs> this is the last podcast. Oh, we're we can't go, we can't do that. And well, I'm not saying in this universe, oh, but in, in one universe, one, like we stick to our guys. Yeah, where we podcast. actually stick to it. Yeah, is it this universe? <laughs> I don't, who knows? Like, find out next time. If if we upload another episode ever, <laughs> then I guess it wasn't. What if what if we um, okay? We could just delay our uh, we could delay this and review this, forever. Well, just hold on to it, and just this hold is on the last to one it. we ever put out. Yeah, yeah. We had too much fun making the podcast, so we didn't want it. We had to hold this review. People are like, "Why didn't you review this one?" Oh, uh, you know, we don't talk about that. One. We don't talk about that one yet. <laughs> no, Gosh, it has. Man. It has to. No, be. you're right. I think you're right. That's crazy to me. Gosh. 
I, li- I literally didn't even think about it because I had already just been like, yeah, we'll just, you know, we'll... I've been thinking about it all week, we, thinking the I, whole episode was going to be us discussing gosh, I how we need it, to redo the not. rating system. <laughs> I figured that was going to be half of what we talked about. Okay, so here's the truth, deal. To be truthful. Here's the deal. Uh, do, you know Matt, do you know Matt Colville? You know Matt Colville, right? Not yeah. know him, but you know of him. He's a big D&D guy on YouTube, and he has a little company and whatever. He does a lot of D&D supplements and things like that. Anyways, he's, he has this uh, YouTube video that he did. Uh, I think it was called, like, The Best Story in Gaming. And it was about the old card game. I say old card game. It's still around in, in different forms. Uh, but it's the Legend of the Five Rings is what it is. It's this, like, sort of fantasy kind of, like, well, card game. Just a collectible card game. But it's two-player. Mm. Um, <clears throat> anyway, it was trying to compete with Magic the Gathering back in the 90s. Uh, and so, at that time, they sort of made it like even more complicated. Being from the future, I know than, <clears throat> it lost. Yeah. Well, so yes, but but not but really. Not really. It just wasn't as big as yeah, okay. Magic the Gathering. So, uh, like I said, it's still around, but just in different forms. Different companies bought it and stuff like that. But actually, the people that make Twilight Imperium own it right now, so they have mm, they've been okay. releasing stuff for it for a few years now. You should watch this Matt Coville video. It's it's like an hour long. He he's basically talking about like not the game itself, but he's talking about like an experience that was created around the game mm-hmm. that involved the designers, uh, the writers for the game, the the players themselves, and and sort of like the early like like mid nineties and like the early convention scene uh, and how a lot of, like there was no real internet at the time, yeah. like it existed but not in the way we know it, and so really to be a part of something you had to kind of go places to be there uh and so can you imagine i know but i'm I'm gonna try and and like break this down really concisely as as much as i can and and he he essentially says that the wow i forgot why i even told you this story why am i telling you this story jeremiah what were we talking about i don't know but this is the same sort of thing i did when i did the first podcast Oh, I, I remember I had to now. Go back and re- and tell you why I. Did. Yeah, you're right. No, no, no. Now I do remember now. I do remember now. Okay. So, anyways, he goes all this thing. It, basically, the company like was creating this card game, and the game was evolving. Like the with every set that they'd come out with, the story would change, and you you sort of learn the story through like flavor text on the cards mm-hmm. and new versions of different characters, and you'd be like, oh, this person is like has a new version now. How did they get to be that version? Really cool stuff. Uh, a company called AEG. Uh, they're still around, but uh, they were the original makers of the game. They so, but a lot of times, what they would do is they would have tournaments, and they would like have these story tournaments. So depending on what, like players could play as m- multiple factions, and depending on how things went in the tournament, that would be the that would story? actually determine the story. That's really cool. And so, like a player would win with this faction, and so that faction would then have like some like unique, interesting thing in, in the next set. Nice. Um, and it's not just like, hey, here's a cool new card for the faction. They were like, like the art would reflect it. The flavor text would reflect it. Um, even the losers would change um, because of like certain things that happened. Uh, there's all co- kinds of really cool like player created moments that uh, the players would come to the designers who were at the conventions and say, hey, uh, we want to do this. Is that okay? And the, they're like, sure. And they changed the story <laughs> because of it. And so it was like this really interactive thing. And he's talking about, how, and it goes on and on for a while. And, and um, it's really cool. And he was like, I don't think anything like that exists now. Like it couldn't happen in that way now, just because we're just in a different world now. So what he ended up getting to was he was like, they had this thing where they were like, okay, 
there's a big like championship for this game and this is the end of the story the game had been going for like three or four years and like this is the end the story will end and the game will be over and they had definitely would have gone so yeah he actually apparently he he actually talks about how he got to go but he was working a booth and like ended up having to work the booth during the the championship so he didn't get to be there like they're there but he talked about what happened that he heard through other people uh and he said that the writers had as like different factions would fall in the champion in the like ladder essentially he would take that faction's story that they they were all sealed and then he would tear it he would burn it because that was the ending that no longer existed and they didn't want anyone to know the alternate endings what happened so they deleted they basically multiverse yeah they they burned that ending so they got all the way up until the end and at the very end even some crazy stuff happens and the ending that they had planned for that particular faction they burned it as well and he came the guy the main writer came up with an ending on the spot to reflect um, what it actually to reflect happened. what happened in the tournament. Nice. And apparently it was like it was this crazy thing, players loved it, all this stuff. People had been asking the the main guy, the main person behind the whole game, AEG person, and we were like you're not really going to end it, right? Cuz like it's pretty successful, like you're making <laughs> lots of money off that. They're like, "No, no, we're it's over. Like we're going to end it after this tournament. Like that's going to be the end of the story." And they didn't end it. <clears throat> they didn't end it. And and Sir Matt Koval, you can tell when he's talking about it that he's like he's a little sad by it because he's like, yeah, I understand why you didn't, yeah, but money, yeah. but if you had, it would have like immortalized this thing even more, and it would have been even more perfect. Yeah. So, anyways, now I realize that's a lot bigger than what we're doing here, but I almost <laughs> like I have I have this moral dilemma we, we now have to that's it. happening right now. We we said. That if we give something to Cheesecake Factory, that's your last episode. So if we both give it a Cheesecake Factory, then this is the last episode of the podcast. Now, I'm not going to say that we can't do a different podcast, but it's got to be the last episode of this podcast. I don't like. I don't know what to do with this. I feel like... No, I mean... If this was a lot bigger thing, no, I, I say we gotta like if we can't be if we can't be men of our word <laughs> with the small things, Jeremiah, then how on earth are we gonna be men of our then word we, with the big things? Then what was the alternative that we come up with? We at least have to do away with that rating system. That's the <laughs> that's the that's the that's, cop out. <laughs> well, that's the well one that is sort of. I mean, it podcast. is a good way to end that rating system for sure. It was getting a little tired anyways, <laughs> but, but I still think that this is like, I think you're right. I think this movie is, and I mean, I will just say it like absolutely for my rating has to be your yeah. rating is. And even, and look, it's not even on my list of favorite movies, but it has to be rated a cheesecake factory. True. And I, and not even, scale. and even more than just, Oh, cheesecake factory has everything for everyone and this movie's all about everything even beyond that no, superficial I mean, yeah not even in that like, way no we, yeah. no i know but i mean i want to make sure that people listening know that that's not why we're yeah, giving yeah, it yeah, that yeah. we're giving it the cheesecake factory because not I'm, only I'm does it that's do that why it was a good rating system like because that is yeah. everything to everyone in us in that sort of way but, but like i honestly saying, thought even, we weren't ever going to see a movie that would be a cheesecake factory and now that you're saying this it ha- i'm like it has to be you're right it is a cheesecake. Uh, <laughs> like there, there's not even a question about it and and like i'm really saying like i don't think this is on i mean maybe in 10 years i'll say different I don't think this is on my top 10 movies. Maybe not even top 20. 
but it definitely is on this scale the top of the scale it has to be like that's what this movie is that's the that's the rating like it just has to be that i agree so here we we'll are see, we'll see you never the last <laughs> the last episode of uh so if we never stop recording if we just leave this recording and then we go watch other movies and come back and happen to talk about them Oh yeah. Then uh, technically, well, we could no, just have well, a. You, you were know, saying the card had how many hours left? It had like fifty nine hours left. Yeah. So that's doable. That's that's at <laughs> least three more episodes. <laughs> it depends on who we have uh, come yeah. talk about the movie afterwards yeah. as to how many episodes we could fit in. So you know, there's uh, there's, gosh, man, I don't know. That's so crazy. I never expected it to happen. It just. I uh, I mean yeah I don't know that I did either but. That like in thinking about it beforehand, I was like, it it just is. Like, there's no question about it. And even I said it, and you were like, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely is. Well, I guess you could talk about like normally we do a rating and then a why. Mm-hmm. What's your why? Why is it a cheesecake if, if factory? Not, yeah, if not everything you said previously. I, I think. Episode. Well, yeah, I think honestly, just because I thought that when I thought of a cheesecake movie, I thought of a movie that I would give Cheesecake Factory as a as the rating. I didn't think it existed. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like, yeah, it's a funny rating system, but when we came up with the idea that it would be the last thing we gave, I thought, you know what? Eventually it's going to be something that like, it's going to be a throwaway rating that we give to a movie that we really like when we're kind of tired of doing the podcast and we're both kind of ready or whatever. No, we're just getting you know? started. <clears throat> but It's already out. Yeah. It's already out there. But I like, so I just kind of thought that that's what it would be. Um, never expecting, even if I was like, you know what, even seeing movies like Licorice Pizza, which I thought were fantastic. Like I thought that movie was amazing. Yeah. It, to me, it not wasn't a, a licorice. A, it wasn't a, factory. it wasn't licorice pizza. It was a licorice pizza. Um, <laughs> it wasn't a cheesecake factory. It just didn't match what I thought that rating would be. Yeah. And so. But this movie This movie is. does. Yeah. Because it really is everything to everyone. At least I think it is. It is to me. <laughs> so it's everything to me. In that's my, what it is. In my opinion, um, it's everything to everyone else. <laughs> and that's the thing is that it feels like it can do everything that it tries to do. It does. It's, it succeeds. And it does it times in, ten, times yeah. a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just maybe maybe we uh, end the podcast, but the new podcast is the same title without the question mark. Now we know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, I, I kind of like that. <laughs> this is about movies. We could switch names too. I, I like, I like <laughs> this is about movies. I really no, like no. That. I mean, like our names. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, we could. Jeremiah and Randy are retired. Yeah. Now we have show names. Uh, oh, okay. We can Come do that. The, what would your show name be? Uh, I don't know. Something st- probably Bob or something. Bob. Okay. I feel like I just offended my Uncle Bob. Uh, <laughs> I don't think of my Uncle Bob as a Bob, but I think of Bob as like a silly name. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he's like a Marine. Like he's super serious, like super cool. He's not a Bob. Yeah. But a Bob to me is like, I know one Bob and he's not Bob. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with like the name Chad or Karen, you know. Or like, I could oh, maybe Randy. They're sort of caricatures. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you had, your reaction was just like, I'm going to marry you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I'm going to marry you. Uh, <sighs> it was the last time. No, I don't know. Some 
goofy name. Now I feel like I can only come up with family members' names. (laughs) You know, like. Just insulting your entire family. Scott or Steve. (laughs) I don't know. Greg. Well, every like Thanksgiving comes around and they they like gather around me and like play this sound bite and they're like cracking their knuckles. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. You get nothing for Christmas, boy. Well, what could we? Well, does it have to be like a name name or can we come up with like cool, like like Dodger? Well, like hippie names, like oh okay, like cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say like flowing meadow, but that sounds more like a flowing like a meadow. weird Native American <laughs> name, not a hippie name. I don't know that I'm enough uh, Native American to have a Native or American game name. I don't know, man. Well, I don't know. Okay, so like you said, uh, in in <laughs> some <laughs> version of reality, in one this, multiverse, this isn't it. or maybe multiple multiverses, depending on what you know. Maybe all of them I except think. this one, or maybe only this one. This one. Yeah. Who really knows? You really won't know until <laughs> we release until, or don't release another until episode. Until we do or don't release another episode. But if we don't, you'll just keep going, oh, maybe. 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 <laughs> I, I, I do like that idea. And we, like, secretly put out another podcast on, like, the other side of the internet with a completely <laughs> different name. We go by fake names. We we have the a completely different rating system. But it's the exact same. <laughs> And like all of the fans are like, man, if only I, f- I figured they would really upload another. And there's like 400 episodes they don't know about. <laughs> I was just wondering where. Like we don't even tell our friends. We're like, no, that ended. That that would kind of be hilarious, as if we ended this one, didn't tell anybody, mm-hmm. and just come like, well, I don't know that we could keep it a secret from some of our friends. I think I think the only person that would know is the person editing this podcast. Who cares? I mean, it doesn't really I just matter. mean like for that <laughs> hypothetical, we we really couldn't keep it a secret from friends. But I think that I think that really would be hilarious. That would. So obviously, this is stuff that we would need to cut from this episode. <laughs> we're not, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let them think they know. What it's we're up doing. to the uh, up to the editor on her last gig. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> on their last last uh, time. as an editor. For the this is about movies. It was, it was good while it lasted. You know, sometimes, um, sometimes you want to go out on top. <laughs> well, Jeremiah, <laughs> I have to say that all joking aside, being on this podcast together has been very fun. Yeah, it's been uh, quite silly at times uh, and quite serious at times. We've gotten into some really good stuff Enjoy, and enjoyed it while it lasted. I. Yeah, I appreciate its small <laughs> beginnings, and I appreciate how it's, far it's come and where it's, we're... It's small ending. <laughs> and it's very small ending. But uh, you know what? I, I love it all the same. You know what? We have we have made ha- our own happiness in this small corner of Absolutely. Uh, the podcast That's what it's about. universe. So. You were saying, uh, you were saying things really you, yeah, you were saying things that you like to do in, in your life. For me, it's deep conversations mm-hmm. never would have guessed huh